0: It's Michelle, it's Psychic Shack Podcast Hey, um I have an interesting Story, or interview And I guess it can be considered an interview But I'm gonna let these two guys talk Um, I have Ryan and Michelle Fellow Shackers And they're I was doing stuff on my own And all the Psychic Shack People, they're all out and about And I haven't caught up with these guys In a while, and I caught wind Of an encounter that they had, it was a channeled encounter. And I, you know, I I said, well, I only know snippets of it. And Ryan is about to travel. And I, we just bumped into each other today. It's like serendipity. And the story comes up again. And, and it seemed like it had more texture only because i didn't know of it Mm -hmm. and as we're talking about i said hey i want to put this to the podcast because it it um it covers a lot of areas and and it's so authentic and i'm I'm gonna set the table for you guys and then i'm gonna have these guys come in and tell the story and basically ryan channeled Mm -hmm. and um with some really good information and there's a couple things that I'm curious about first time actually not authentically but I mean in the midst of a channel and you're actually getting um, validation so this is an entire process taking place and this happened with Brian without going to michelle's channel and seminar for 9.95 and so i was like you know kicked to the curb and so i thought like i'm the one supposed to be teaching this stuff and the the beauty of it as michelle said and she'll elaborate but spirit had stepped in and it united two people and i think that's a beautiful story and so i'd, I'd like you guys to kind of fill in some of the in between and ryan if you can start you said you'd gone to Michelle's home and you guys really didn't know each other that well. Could you take it from there?
1: Well, so she invited me over for the first time ever. We had hung out maybe for like five minutes before that, ten minutes at the Rosa's Tea Shop. Mm-hmm. And so then I felt something as I had before because, again, have encountered other spirits in my life. <laughs> and then uh, I kind of heard something and pieced together who it was because I didn't know who it was at first. And so this is at the residence. Mm -hmm. This is at Michelle's house.
0: And so you, you step in and and now you're, you're picking up as we would call a vibe of sort. Mm -hmm. Right. But not totally identified with it, but you're aware.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. And then you leave.
1: And then I left. Okay. About, um, two, three weeks later, mm-hmm. she invited me over again. And when she did, I came over and I just, this is what I found out more or less about my past as well and had became more what's the word, uh, in tune to my own ancestors. Okay. Because they've all practiced and this, that, and another. So we were there and we were talking, and she was telling me a few things. And then uh, it was, I felt that she was ready to speak with her mom because hmm. she had not hinted at it, but kind of gone about it.
0: Okay, where were you? In, intuitively, did you were already on board? So yes. you were just waiting for her to basically give you the confirmation. I was waiting to go at it. Gotcha.
1: Because, again, this is the second time we hung out. So Mm. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is going to be a bit much. Mm. And uh, her mom was ready. Her mom wanted to talk to her. And I knew this because every time I would hesitate, I would get a headache. Like, she was. Mm. She was like, it's time. Physical mediumship. (laughs) So I look at Michelle and I'm like, hey, you want to try something? I can show you how to do this. Of course, Uh. not everybody can channel and do this, that, and another. So... She's like, yeah. So I showed her how to cast the circle, which we used to make sure that my people didn't interfere with it or anything else. And uh, then I uh, I started shaking because she was, mm. I could feel the mom touching me. And when I did, her dog, Gracie, started barking and she kind of attacked the area that I thought her mom was in. Mm. And she continued to do so until you know, Michelle calmed her down and was like, "Okay." And at this point, she's looking at me like, "Oh my god, what did you do?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, "It's okay. Trust me." <laughs> and then uh we sit for a second and I start I guess I wouldn't say Seeing, hearing, it was a mix. My brain was a jumble. That
0: sounds right. (laughs) That sounds right.
1: And um, it was something about a red bike. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. uh, her brother. And then that she she hasn't talked to her dad in forever. Let me ask you something.
0: Just hold that thought. Here's something that comes to mind. So it's in a jumble Mm -hmm. in your mind. And then the red bike shows up, right? Mm -hmm. Does it, what we call... Out of the jumble, how do you identify the red bike? There's a signature very different and that's what you identify with out of the jumble. Do you remember?
1: It was the only thing I could grab grab, yeah. and touch. He's and, on to something. And I guess it was what she wanted me to say at that time. Because she knows what needed to be said. This to, guy's good. <laughs> <laughs> what needed to be said to get Michelle to understand that she was there. Mm. And, you know she told me about the brother and the dad and I just look at Michelle and I was like I taste earth and there's a tree and she's like she was buried beneath next to a tree, something like that Mm -hmm. and throughout all of it I'm telling Michelle what she wanted me to tell her and it's only what she's saying because I can't really formulate a sentence because my head's hot iron poker and she's understanding and bawling and I'm just looking at her like okay I don't know what's happening but okay like I knew what was happening I just couldn't formulate my own words until the end and when uh but I remember there was this very warm sensation from the spirit the entire time from the first time I encountered her to this last time that just fully lit my chest up and I could feel it and it's the same energy that I felt from Michelle it's it was love. It was the love for a daughter, and the love to make sure that everything was okay, which wow. is why I was okay letting this happen. Mm-hmm. But it was it was definitely an experience.
0: And what? It, and how did? So, as as you connect, right? Mm-hmm. And because this is still so fresh, and it, it's it's so real, you know. And I I, I want to say this too. I I really appreciate you guys sharing this Um, I, I really do and I know sometimes when you do recordings it's more of the ooh and ah and like download this because I need the downloads but on the the realistic aspect I, I like the, the human com- component of it whereas people can draw from and people can learn and, and also experience and I I think that's the more important aspect of this and I can see Michelle really connecting with it because you're reliving a wonderful experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say whatever you want? Okay.
2: (laughs) So the precursor to all of that visit was I had called a circle and had spoken to mom before that, and she'd given me some very disturbing images that I needed to act on for my brother. And she'd also mentioned that I need to look into my ancestors and... Like Ryan said, had mentioned you know reaching out to my dad,
0: mm. who is on this side. Right, your your He's brother still and alive. father are, yes. are on this side. Okay, so we're getting instruction. Yes, from you're connected with mom, mm-hmm. and we're getting instruction for two loved ones that are on this side. Right now, this is before Ryan actually brings the clarity. Yes. Right. Okay, right. so we set the stage.
2: So what happened is that I contacted my brother with a message. He didn't believe me. Wow. Um, so I talked to his wife, and I'm like, "Look, really, you need to take this seriously. This is what happened from start to finish. So he needs to go to the doctor now. Wow. He can't wait till the middle of the month. He's got to go now. So she made him go. Okay. Um, and thank God she did because his blood sugar was yeah. off the freaking charts. Okay. Um, so he's on the right path now. So I'm not getting any more messages about him. Now with my dad. I have talked to him more recently um, than I had before, and it's probably a good thing that I did go home and visit in January, because a couple of weeks ago, he ended up having a serious accident where he almost cut off his leg, okay. so he's still recovering from that, um, but you know, with that accident, we've been on the phone almost constantly, mm-hmm. at least every couple of days, just making sure he's still okay and not getting an infection or anything like that. Well, in between talking to my brother about his issues and talking to dad and having that issue, that's when Ryan and I actually called the joint circle and then talked to mom. So he was telling me all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, that is so hard." Wow. So I'm sitting there bawling. And it, it's, are we
0: looking at the mannerisms and the delivery? Y- yes. And, I'm like because oh these God. things are important, right? So we're yeah. cause that's what you're connecting with, right? Right. Like, that's giving it more body.
2: <clears throat> so I'm just like kind of freaking out a bit. I'm like, how do you know this? You don't know this stuff. Ryan, <laughs> how do you know? No this? Way. Ryan does not know what <laughs> she was telling me. So I'm, I know without a doubt. I knew going in that it would be her, not not Ryan. Mm. You know, trying to fake something going on because good point. Ryan doesn't know anything about my ha- my history. Okay. Going okay. into that point, now he knows a little bit more, but for the most part, he has no way of knowing how I grew up or my relationship with my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. Mm. No idea. Okay. So, going into all of that, there was nowhere for him to actually try to fake me out because, not that he would try yeah, to do course, that with me course. anyway. Cause right. He knows i kick his butt. (laughs) But, I mean, it's drawn us closer as friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's more like a son to me now than an actual friend. Mm -hmm. I love him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that mom actually did that because he was at a point in life where he was questioning a lot of things. He was having a hard time. Mm -hmm. I was lonely and needed that validation with my mom. Mm -hmm. And I was getting ready to step in and, and see about creating a better connection with the other side you know, and expanding my gifts. But I don't think that if mom hadn't come through like that and embraced him and embraced me, that it would have occurred in that manner. Gotcha. And, and it would have just been me receiving more images, flashes of images, and trying to piece together what the heck do you mean?
0: Right. Okay, so we we have this connection. Um, Mom steps in. And not, not only steps in, whereas... As I said, that's why I have a great appreciation for this, because this is not a generic thing. So not only stepping in, but there there's there's multifacets to this and there's layers to it. Whereas it also changes a vibration where you're at, Michelle, Mm -hmm. and then it changes a vibration to the conduit, Ryan. Mm -hmm. And and I mean, that's that's a lot being accomplished. If you think about, it, that's really a lot being accomplished. Yeah, and that
2: only happened in like a what a fifteen minute time fan mm-hmm. span at yeah. most. I mean, yeah. it was like quick.
0: And then, so this experience, it it transpires, and then Ryan, you said there was something a couple of days later, that was useful. You said, "Mom shows up again, and there was a thing of comfort." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you you want to give us some. Um, Some texture to that because that's really different.
1: Well, as you know, my Mm -hmm. uh, my spiritual past is a little rocky, (laughs) and uh, she I was going through something, and Mm -hmm. which is it was a lot for me to handle, okay. And uh, it was more on the spiritual side, my entire house was not in my favor, Mm -hmm. and when I needed her help, she had showed up and she had showed. Show told uh, there's so many like I said it's colors and words and you mashes in the brain <laughs> and she had came to me while I was asleep with my own grandmother so <laughs> and that's when I had decided what the right action was and she had helped me mm-hmm. and I remember telling Michelle and describing the woman and she was like that's my mom mm-hmm. and I was just it was it was interesting she okay. she definitely came around and I told Michelle then Any time that Michelle was upset, normally I'd send her text like right off the bat because I would know Mm -hmm. she was like, yo,
2: she's got a she's got a problem. So it's, it's been good for a lot of things. And it's funny you say that because that's kind of how my mom and my relationship was too. I would get a feeling that something wasn't right. So I would immediately get on the phone.
0: And there would be a connection and And there would be no pun intended, but on the phone, there's a connection. Right. But yeah,
2: there was a reason that I had that feeling to reach out to my mom and now that you said that cuz i didn't know that i wow. mean i would get random texts from him and he gets random texts from me but we don't know the impetus behind it but you just saying that that's totally mom wow that is <laughs>
0: totally
2: so powerful
0: mom. that is so powerful um
2: crazy i think
0: it's amazing i mean henceforth you know just getting it out there and capture it i, I there's so much to this um and as i said being involved in work normally it it is a message and i'd ask like one of is, is there something of healing or what have you um not to downplay but this is so layered you know and multifaceted and that's what really gripped me is seeing the the multifaceted of it um so now how do you feel
2: i'm good i'm in a good place i think
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: and you it was difficult right after the thing because it was mm. painful. I had mm. a bad headache.
0: Okay, that sounds that's authentic.
1: Yep, yep. And <laughs> God, you can ask her. As the next morning, I was dead, but uh, now it's it's it was nice to see that she got the closure that she needed. Because, like she said, she saw her her in all her reflections and could never gotcha. figure out what was trying to be said. So.
0: Okay, could I and I I I, I know we kind of talked about this before. I asked about, um, a type of healing, Mm -hmm. um, just said closure and so I'm using the word healing a little, uh, different than closure. And I I feel this sensation or or maybe this concept of something like being mended, but I don't want to put words in your mouth, but.
2: Um, I mean, I had come to some realizations when mom was still alive Uh. that, you know, Yeah, we expect our parents to be a certain way Mm -hmm. and then we have to realize they're just human just like the rest of us. That's true. We can't put them on a pedestal just because they're our parents. That's true. And they're going to make mistakes because of it, because they're human and we can't hold that against them either. So a lot of, you know, as I was getting older and as she was getting older and more ill, you know, I was trying to forgive a lot of the things that had occurred previously in our lives. So I think now I'm more open to accepting that more fully that, you know, things happen. It's okay. We both survive it. Um, and yeah, I think there is a certain amount of healing in that that I don't feel okay. the guilt anymore about, you know, not being around as much because I was in the military or as a military spouse moving all over the place, never being present Mm. physically with her um, and not really wanting to reach out to her telephonically or anything like that either. But I think now that she's a spirit and I know she's with me most of the time. I mean, she's not... They have things to do. Yeah, they have things to do, but (laughs) I mean, if I'm thinking about her, I know she's with me because normally I don't just automatically think about people who've passed on Gotcha. Okay. and in fact today I'm making um chicken dumplings for Ryan because this is his last day in town and it's my grandmother's recipe <laughs> my mom's mom's recipe so
0: wow that is so just, powerful
2: just another way to honor the ancestors
0: that is so powerful we're going to head out um Michelle Ryan I, I appreciate your time and I, Ryan is headed out as Michelle just said so um I'm just really appreciative. Those guys gave us some time and shared their story, which I think is a very important story. Um, there, it's so textured and layered. And if you, you guys listening to this, go back through and kind of um, listen from a viewpoint, not necessarily as being entertained or having this spiritual thing happen to you, but I, I, I want to convey. Uh, something deeper. Look look for the deeper meaning in this story. Because it, it really touches base with a lot of healing, closure, how spirit is in our lives and how it interacts. And um, you don't need a neon sign above your head and a turban to, to get connected. Um, when, when that feeling hits, listen to Ryan as he starts to initiate the story. He said he had a feeling. And then that feeling was validated and the spirit is helping him validate the story and and it's really compelling if you truly have an interest in the in the work that we do and you can see this unfold in such an organic and authentic way so i just wanted to share that with you guys um catch up with me at the next episode we publish on the first and third monday of every month it's Mashada the psychic shack i want to thank ryan and michelle again um and you guys out there you take care and get with me the next episode and I'll speak with you soon bye